This episode is sponsored by Kangaroo Jack Fitness, personal training that goes above and beyond to get the best results for you. I've, um, I must warn you now, I've, since the last time we did one of these, I have become a massive, definitely a drugs cheat guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's your intro right there. That, may, that, that belief may become more prominent as we go. Good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, it's the Game Time Podcast, back after a two-week break. It's everyone, though. We've managed to all find a day that we're not busy slash out of the country. Tom, I'm speaking to you when I say that. Mr. Worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) Reference of the podcast series. I like it. How are you guys all doing? Too, too general. We don't know who's going to respond first. Yeah, that's yeah. not a good idea, is it? Getting incredibly cr- critical at this time of year now. Wow. <laughs> you, can tell, you can tell everyone's getting a little bit catty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're leading that charge of the catty, that's right. <laughs> um, so we thought we'd bring you a little bit of a festive episode. And by festive, I mean... We're going to look back at the predictions we made at the beginning of the season because we're kind of halfway through. What are we? 17 matches in? That's halfway through enough. Um, And have a look at at what (laughs) some of us said because some of them are are very interesting. So do any of you actually remember? Let's start with you, Ryan. Do you actually remember anything you wrote down in the pre-season predictions? Yeah, yeah, I can remember a couple couple bits. Um... Uh, (laughs) Do you who would get outed as a drugs cheat? (laughs) <laughs> we can we can come on to that later <laughs> or not um, I remember saying something about Guardiola leaving Man City that seems to stick you, in my head you did and that, that I mean that that could actually happen to be honest there's been some talks about it um, can, I, I can, we, I, can I now change yeah? that to Mikel Arteta <laughs> <laughs> they are they're not interchangeable Strat. That's not how that works. Uh, I thought I'd start off by something a little bit interesting because, to be honest, we all did terribly so far at the halfway stage. But the most points anyone scored from the predict where people will finish in the table is two. And incredibly, it's Tom and Tim who both have two. That's something I'm leading in. <laughs> Drawing. <laughs> Every cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Tom topping all of the prediction polls. We'll come on to terrible tens later as well. Um, But some interesting ones. I'm going to start off by just reading some interesting left field predictions. uh, And you can can say what you think about them and guess who the person is. Uh, The first one, Brighton to achieve one of the lowest goal tallies in Premier League history. Who do we think went with that? That was Tim, I think. Yeah, I, I think that was Tim because, yeah, because didn't he claim that they were going to be relegated before Christmas as well? Yeah, yeah. So I think you said that, but ah. <laughs> it, admittedly, it was before they like signed like Mapay and stuff, and and actually looked course. like they were showing promise. But I was a bit off, even still. Excuses, excuses. I have it on record that 
Tim, you said they'd be the first team relegated before November. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Lord. Wait, so so just just to confirm, what, what, what was Bright, What was his claim? Uh, the claim that he got down on the form was uh, Brighton to achieve one of the lowest goal tallies in Premier League history. So technically, um, he still could. You could still get that. Yeah, yeah. There's well, nothing. Just don't there's... score another goal till May. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't even know I'm, what the. Lowest... I'm confident they probably still. I mean, they probably can score a few more goals and it'd still be on the, on the lowest tally. But yeah, and I'm sure you could still get that. They'd have to have a very bad second half of the season. I think like still the, all the players in January. The milestone is always Derby, isn't it? From two thousand and eight, they were like the worst. <laughs> so they're they're probably they probably scored absolute maximum probably twenty five goals that season. Um, I'm pretty sure like, Brighton have scored five goals just against teams from North London this season. So <laughs> I don't yeah. think the board is in danger. <laughs> uh, I will I will tell you now. Ryan is right. It is Derby County who hold the record. Of course it is. I if there was any danger of that not being true. They were awful. (laughs) Do you want to hazard a guess how many goals they scored in a 38-game season? I'm going for 25. Oh, 25? Tom? I'm going to undercut Ryan, but I'm going to go 24. What a twat. What a twat. (laughs) (laughs) Closest one wins, Tim. Are you going to undercut as well? 23. Oh, God. Uh, I can tell you that they scored 20, which means, Tim, your left field prediction is Brighton have scored 21 goals already this season. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I could be right, just got the team wrong, because Watford are currently on nine, so... Yes, Watford very, very on for that, though they're playing Manchester United next weekend, so they'll probably score about five. (laughs) Um, Some other interesting ones that I saw, and a theme going on, uh, we went for the Diego Costa Award for the most red cards. Player... And team, pretty much everyone that wasn't Ryan said Sheffield United. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting apart, for this to fucking pop up. Apart from Tom, oh, who yeah. said Aston Villa. All right. Okay. So, and who's the winner at the minute? Who's got the most red cards for the team? Currently <laughs> in joint first, we have a five-way draw. And one of those teams is Sheffield United. No, no, I'm sorry. No. (laughs) Five-way tie. It may as well not be a thing. (laughs) Um, Sheffield United, Newcastle, Everton, Brighton and Southampton. Oh, even more. Keep scrolling. Tottenham and Wolves all have two. (laughs) Just not half the table. That's a third of the league. (laughs) That is is nearly a third of the league. Uh, What did everyone go with? Uh, So Sheffield United was picked by uh, Tim, so technically he's right. Uh, Tom went for Aston Villa. Was that one of the teams I read out? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I think there's an error on the Premier League website because it says Chris Basham is 22nd, but he has zero red cards. Yeah, I I think the Premier League website's having us on here because Ryan Bertrand apparently has got a red card, but doesn't play for a club this season. And so does Seamus Coleman. Seamus Coleman, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we so move on. Released, both <laughs> released straight away. Uh, just, just sent off. Just sent off straight away. Uh, we'll, we'll move on to the Fulham Award, which was which club do you think has spent the most Wait, money the on? Everton. The answer Everton. The answer Everton. Sorry, because what? Morgan Schneiderlin's been sent off, and so is Seamus Coleman. Yeah, that's also two. 
Yeah, but I thought yeah, but only it was one, wasn't it? Every team had one, no? No, no every team had two. Had two. Oh, this is fucking rubbish. <laughs> what? Uh, I go through the other ones. Uh, Ryan went for. Uh, no, Tom went for Wes, Wes Morgan. No, he hasn't been sent off. Uh, yeah, but Jeff he's got 40 red card, yellow cards, though, so that must count for something. <laughs> <laughs> it does not. Uh, red card for Jeff Lerma, said Ryan. No. Not happening. And uh, I went for Willy Bolly. Yeah, who has been sent oh, off. Oh, you're right. And he's also not played for ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because of the serious red cards. <laughs> it's a really bad tackle. <laughs> um, all right, we'll move on to the uh, Fulham Award for the worst money spent. A few of us are probably going to be um, cringing here. We'll start with my one. I said uh, Sheffield United. I mean, and I'm quoting me from, what, August. I mean, spending 10 mil on Mousset is just horrific. That's literally the only reason I've gone for them. The man has been in very good form, to say the least. However, <laughs> yes, I would say that it would it you would have been a mug to try and predict that he would have had as good a season as he has done already at this, in August. I mean, yeah, yeah, Ryan really, really defending that for the uh, for the fact that he said ten mil for Lise Mousset and twenty mil question mark for Oli Bernie. Are you having a fucking laugh? Hmm. Yeah. And I think, yeah, but again, I think like if, if you would have sat here and gone, oh yeah, Moussa is going to do absolute bits for um, for Sheffield United in August, then that would have looked more insane. So I'm happy to be on the right side of sanity, but the wrong side of right. <laughs> uh, the other two members of the pod both went for the same team, Aston Villa, and then um, uh, Tom, uh, sorry, Tim also chucked in West Ham. Fair to say Tim probably picks would be picking up a point at the end of the season if it stayed this way. Well done, Tim. I'd like to special mention to Joe Linton as well from Newcastle at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> 44 you know. and the only team he even looked threatened like scoring against was Tottenham and then he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's have a look at a couple of the other predictions before we move on to some other stuff. Uh, what points will the champions end on? 95 points. Said Tim. That's probably pretty good, actually. 92 from Tom. That's probably better. 88 <laughs> from Ryan. Was hoping for that collapse. <laughs> uh, and I went with 90. So it's, we're all around the same ballpark. I, with the way Liverpool are going, you'd probably say 92 or 95 is the way to go. Well, I mean, I think if 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 they continue as they're going to go now, they'll even, they'll get even higher than that. So, yeah. yeah. Fuck a duck. I was sort of I was sort of right in a way because I said like I hope that teams take points off each other, but the problem is nineteen teams have listened to me and then the other one haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, they're probably going to get more points, which is. <laughs> Bookend. Is that what you've concluded from that? <laughs> In conclusion, no. Uh, I thought it'd be quite interesting as well, just to, to have a look at the uh, the old left field predictions because some of them were left field. We mentioned Tim's Brighton to achieve one of the lowest goal tallies in Premier League history. Let's go for one that will definitely cause some controversy between two people. Controversy, not controversy. Uh, I'll just read it verbatim. And then whenever anyone wants to react, just go for it. 
<clears throat> Bournemouth to go down. Significant, <laughs> significantly bad form towards the end of the season, covered up by a good start in 18-19. Fraser and Wilson were very good last season, but I doubt they can repeat it this season. Also, a lot of the OG Bournemouth players are getting on a bit and the replacements all look good, but massively inexperienced. Coupled with the horrendous running they have and the ludicrous amount of goals they conceded last season, it could be a long one on the South Coast. Open bracket, they of course will now go on to finish in the top half and win the League Cup. Close bracket. <laughs> I sincerely wish we'd have recorded this last week. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I would have actually, I think I'd have drew a bit of popular support for this. And then they'd have to go and win at fucking Chelsea, don't they? <laughs> they did. Witch Dr. Tom over there predicting it. Yeah. Did you put any money on that game that you correctly predicted? I never bet on Bournemouth, so no. It's just uh, a superpower, but doesn't benefit from it. Yeah, it's like a curse, really. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I agree with Ryan, actually. I think... Um, We've conceded less goals this season, which is quite nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, five losses in a row. I think I agree. We didn't look particularly great. And we've got, like, nine players out injured, five of them that probably would be in the first team. So, yeah, I agree with Ryan. I, th- I, I, I still don't think we're clear of da- anywhere near clear of danger. We just need to bring some players back. So, I, I don't think it's that, it's that left field of a question, uh, left field of an answer. Um, I think the only benefit we've got at the moment is the mid, mid-table teams. It's really, really compact. So you can move around quite quickly between... I mean, we're only three points behind Arsenal in 10th. Yeah. It's a weird it's a weird table, the way it's shaped up this season. He is wrong about one thing, though. And Go that's on. the old guard fading. Damn <laughs> fucking Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> Living and breathes a south coast. Dan Gosling, I wouldn't even constitute to one of the old guard because I swear he didn't even really play that much. Yeah, no, it wasn't, as a, wasn't good enough in the championship, yeah. Which is, is mental, and then he scores the weirdest bicycle kick I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 we, we definitely won't win the League Cup, though, because we were out of the League Cup, so... Yeah, we can, we, can, we can put that one down for me, then. Is that a point? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, the left field predictions garner three points. So any correct predictions uh, do get some uh, absolute pointage on the board. Uh, Tom went with no managers to be sacked this season. That one's not right. Tough. Uh, (laughs) Close, though. You've gone for West Ham to win the FA Cup, though. So Yeah, I'm not as confident in that either. (laughs) (laughs) The only only reason that is still a thing is because they haven't played in it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come like the 5th of January, that is going to be straight out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> They're not doing particularly well in the league either, so you'd, you'd imagine they'd focus on the league. So. <laughs> yeah. You know the kids are, are, are being put out. Whoever, I don't even know who they've got, but I, I would put money on the other team winning that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, they put the kids out in the uh, League Cup and then got drubbed 4-0 by Oxford United, so I can't really imagine they're going to be doing too much better with the, uh, with the second team out in the FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim, let's see if you can uh, defend this one. You said Arsenal to have the uh, biggest goals to go, the worst goal difference this season. In the whole league? Yes. They'd score the most and concede the most or something. Yeah. That's what I meant. Well, I mean, Pepe's just been shit, so that's all gone out the window, really. (laughs) Just (laughs) the whole thing on him. Pepe's going to score all the goals. 
he's been horrendous. Aubameyang's done well, and that's about it. And I mean, the defense has still been shit, so I've got a point. But like, I mean, uh, they're only they scored what twenty four and conceded twenty seven, so they haven't exactly scored many, but they've conceded quite a few. So, um, yeah, it wasn't very good. Let's be honest. Before we move on to the final one, we'll look at my ones. I genuinely don't remember. I said Brighton to do the double over Man City. That ended very quickly with the fact that Brighton lost against Man City. The first one. And then I also said Delia Smith to shout, let's be having you when City come to Carroll Road, which didn't happen. So I'm already out of this one. <laughs> but it could happen. Didn't we say this before? It could happen in the return game because don't they play him again in like May? Yes, it could if, happen. If Norwich are like already safe or already down, they might just do it for the banter. <laughs> <laughs> could get them in the FA Cup as well. Very true. That, Very yeah, true. that could also also work. Very true. <laughs> um, right, before we move on to the most important one, uh, what points will the bottom side finish on? We've all gone very big here. Uh, I said 32. Uh, 32 as well from Ryan. Tom's That's gone looking 26. so ambitious. So ambitious. Tom's gone 26. And yeah. Tim's gone 28. Like triple what they're on now and they've got half a season to go it's not looking very good yeah but i still think they'll pick uh, yeah i can still see them picking up points i don't know why but this 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 happens quite a lot though a team that is at the bottom of the league will have such a low points tally i mean the other thing as well is watford have got nine points but they're only six points behind the team outside the relegation zone so it's only two wins they've still got to play bournemouth again so (laughs) <laughs> that's one of them yeah exactly right before we move on from the predictions <laughs> the most important one the Charlie Daniels award uh, <laughs> we went for please predict how many appearances the man will make the nearest person gets the lot uh, so I went with eight that is looking super ambitious with his knee injury yeah. uh, Ryan went for five games followed by a testimonial against Palmer Legends team <laughs> <laughs> could happen it could happen um, Tom went for I think he misunderstood the question because he said however many episodes we have yeah. all of them Yeah, <laughs> I, I, did, I did misunderstand but I stand by my, 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 my number so currently uh, if you want to know we're on episode 16 so <laughs> <laughs> we're still half a season left to go <laughs> well, that's us not uploading any more podcasts for the yeah. all yeah. of next year. We could we could take a knee between now and June, and Tom would still be wrong. <laughs> uh, the man who is basically going to win it because I don't see Charlie Daniels coming back from injury unless you know otherwise. Tom Tim has gone for three, which is just one off Charlie Daniels's two appearances in the Premier League this season. Let's hope he just comes back for the last game of the season. For that, for that testimonial against Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some, some interesting positions in the table. I'm not going to go through everyone's ones, but just some fun ones that I saw. Uh, Tim, you've gone Watford to finish 11th. That's, uh, that's bold as fuck. Uh, you, know what's, you know what's bolder? Uh, Tom saying they'll finish 10th. True. <laughs> There's still time. Um, um, let's see. What's Ryan gone for 
You know what? Riser's quite middle of the road. He's not gone too out of there. Uh, Is <laughs> pretty short, pretty short, uh, Danny. That um, I'm the only fucker that didn't have Sheffield United in the bottom three. Oh, that is very true. That is very true. You've Everyone gone for them. Else to... wrote them off. Everyone else I... like, no, we shit. Did you have I was seven? Compliment... I was complimenting you. I said yours was very good. There was not any like. No, middle of the road is not good. Middle of the road is like cold. Yeah. No, middle, <laughs> yeah. middle of the middle of the road is like just. It is what it is. You haven't gone big, but yeah, you haven't failed miserably. You're just middle of the road. You Again, know what? Fuck, fuck that. Fuck that. You put a, you put Watford eleventh. So can't <laughs> move at the minute, though. <laughs> who's who's put Arsenal the lowest? Uh, I've put them sixth. Ryan has put, put them fourth. the highest. Tom has gone fifth, and Tim has gone fourth. So I put them lowest at sixth. That seems fair at the minute. Yeah, from what, from what I've seen, that seems pretty fair. Who put Leicester the highest? Uh, I went eighth. Ryan went seventh. Tom went 13th. Good God. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim, you went eighth also. So um, some interesting ones. The only person that has got the bottom, anyone in the bottom three correct, is Tom with Norwich. Really? Oh no, that's a that's a lie. Who's this as well? Ryan's also put Norwich in the bottom three. Hello. And so and so have I. So I lied. Just Tim. <laughs> Went from Tom's special moment to having sh- to share the podium. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I, I so I appreciate it. Um, but I did put Sheffield United bottom of the table, so you can yeah can have a laugh on me on that. Right. That's the preseason predictions that we've enjoyed. I'm giving you one wild card. I'll spring this on you. You've got one wild card. You can change any one prediction you want. In the table, you can move a team around, change a red card, change something else. You've got one change to make. Ryan, I'll start with you. What change do you want to make? Wow, put me on the spot. Thanks for that, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're due for a, a pretty rough second half of the season. So I'm going to swap out. Can you just remind me who I've got in my bottom three? So I've got Norwich and then two others. You have got, uh, you've got Bournemouth 18th, Newcastle United 19th, and Norwich bottom of the table. Mm, I would like to swap Newcastle and Norwich, uh, Watford around, please. So Watford are going to jump into 19th place for Ryan. I'm just editing Newcastle, that in now. Yeah, Newcastle could just go 11th. Because I think Newcastle, they're not great, but like they've, they've done enough this season to suggest that they're probably going to be okay in terms of not getting relegated. So 11th, they could get to 11th maybe with a bit of wind behind them. But yeah, I think, I think that's probably the most sensible thing because I can't think of any other team in terms of red cards and stuff. Like That's too, too difficult. Newcastle to are currently 11th, so... Yeah, no, like I said, they, they've done okay. Like obviously, they the only real time I've seen them play was the the Man United game, the Tottenham game that were both on telly, and then I watched them the other day when I thought they were pretty unlucky to lose against Burnley. So I think they're a decent enough team, and Watford look a bit out of their depth now, and I think Pearson look, that looks like a panic appointment or even like a an appointment for next year in the Championship. Really, fair enough. I've uh, I've edited that and I've put the teams uh, next to them in brackets. So at the end of the season, we can have a look back. Uh, Tim, what would you like to do? Would you like to move teams around? Would you like to change something else? 
I'll go on the same vein that my original ones were for. So I'll I'm, I'll take I'll I'll move Brighton from being the the lowest scoring team ever and just that's to Watford. So you want Watford now to be the lowest scoring team in Premier League history? Yeah. Watford. That's a, that's a sensible one, I think. Yeah, I'll, 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 I think that's a good, it's a good strategy because they do look pretty. Yeah. It's smart from Tim as well because the left field predictions pick up three points as opposed to one point for everything else. So if that I is correct, I forgot that. Thanks for reminding me. That no worries, mate. No worries, <laughs> making you look good. Don't worry about. It. It's what I'm here to do. Uh, Tom, it's up to you. What do you want to do? I would like to change my prediction that. I do think someone will get fired this season. No, No, I'm joking. I'm obviously not doing that. I was going to say, how if, many will? Yeah, I was going to say, if you, if you can predict on the nose how many managers will get sacked in a year, I will allow you to change that. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I don't think you're the adjudicator, Ryan, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get you three points here. <laughs> Um, how so? Can I do from now? How many will be sacked, or do I? Do you, do you want me to include? Just or, include one? the ones that already have been. Okay. So the second question is: How many already have been? <laughs> Please um, just do right. from now on. What would have sacked two managers? Pochettino, Emery, Silver, Silver. So that is five already. Um, that's it, isn't it? Yes. So, hmm. <laughs> but then obviously you've got to think in terms of like who is left to get the sack that's actually doing really that's terrible what, well, what I was thinking is maybe I don't think anyone would get the sack from now yeah I was, thinking, I was just thinking <laughs> I thought, he's not going to change it he's just going to say from boxing down yeah. <laughs> um, so is that because Pellegrini looks like he's in a bit of trouble no no, no, no. Help I, him. I think that's I think that's fair I think that's a fair way of doing it because I think yeah. there, there are managers that probably could get sacked uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it depends how Solskjaer plays out in the next couple of months and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I'll go from now. I don't think any other manager is going to get sacked. <laughs> so, We're gonna, you uh, watch at Easter. We'll have another go at this. And then for the third and final time, you're going to go, right, definitely no more managers now. <laughs> <laughs> so, from now, which we'll be calling December 19th, as yeah. the pod coming out tomorrow, no managers will be sacked. Yeah. Okie doke, that is... I'll that wait is... to wake up to the news on the 20th to say that Pellegrini has been sacked from West Ham. <laughs> Breaking news! Manuel <laughs> <laughs> Pellegrini! <laughs> so that is, that is done. Uh, I am going to change my lowest points tally because I put 32 and that is horrendously high. I'm going to change it to 19 points for Watford. That's... Why didn't you just go one point lower than the lowest? Well, I stand by statistics being used incorrectly. <laughs> the, way, the way he's doing it at the minute, Tim, he needs all the fucking help he can get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I don't think they're going to score that many points, though. Fuck it, I'm staying with my original. I'm going 19. I don't care. Good integrity. <laughs> also, <laughs> terrible strategy. <laughs> I'm looking forward to them scoring all those points as well. So. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking Frank Madden over here. (laughs) (laughs) Turns into like a weird Monopoly game. Watford pass go and collect 15 points. Frank Madden is the best one. They came second in a beauty contest. (laughs) 
Frank Madden. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, on that on that interesting bombshell, let's go to a quick break. And when we come back, we'll just give you a quick update on how the terrible tens are going and then just touch on our favourite moments of the season so far. Be back in a tick. Right, okay, lads, we ready for some predictions then? Don't all scream at once. We've got our customary Northampton Town game. So parched. Terrible Ted. Welcome back from the break. Right, it's time to update on how Terrible Tens are going, because obviously, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we've not been on for a couple of weeks, but predictions have still been whirring ahead. Remember, you can go to GameTime underscore pod on Twitter to have a look. There's a bumper festive one out this week. 15 bloody games. We won't be talking about them on the pod because that's too many games. Too many games. But I'll give you an update on how things are looking. After last week, it's really tight at the top. Unless your name is Tim, then you're in a league of your own. But like the bad version of that. Tim, you're on 81 points. Uh, you picked up a respectable three points last week. Um, uh, in fourth place, third place even, in third place is Ryan on 102. 21 points ahead of Tim there. Tim, you're going to have to have a big week next week. Wow, but there's a bumper game, as I mentioned. Um, next, it's me on 103 points. And then Tom on 105, leading the way. Tom, as the uh, as the leader, a few words from you. How's the season been going for you? Um, I think it could have been going better. I, I think I've missed a few weeks, and that's despite the fact that friends have been texting me say, "Please remember to do it this week." Um, so, <laughs> I think I, I I feel like I could predict anything right now. Uh, so, <laughs> just bear that in mind. Also, you've only missed. I think you've only missed one week. I believe. I, I think I think there was a week where three of us missed it. Oh yeah, that was that was that was my also known as my best week ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, was only, I was the only fucker that decided to do it. <laughs> I think and then I missed one a couple of weeks ago, so I will I I will also vow not to miss another one this season. You get a point okay. deduction if you do so. Yeah, I, that's fair. I can do that. Or to do it. <laughs> <laughs> he could lose. 20 points and still be four points ahead of you. (laughs) 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 Um, Joe, if you're listening, a friend of the pod, stop grassing. Stop telling Tom to predict. If he forgets, he forgets. Stop. We'll rename your award. I do not echo those comments, Joe. I entirely appreciate you telling me to do it. Uh, if any other listeners want to get in touch and remind Tim to just pick different scores every week, uh, just go find him <laughs> on socials. He will he'll appreciate all the help in the world. Um, but yes, we'll, <laughs> we will put uh, the... Actually, the next round of games is already on there. As I said, it's a bumper 15 games, so plenty of points still to play. Tim, as your uh, bottom of the table, any words how you're going to turn it around in the second half of the season? Fuck knows. <laughs> Stop it. Very much the Watford of this podcast, aren't you? <laughs> I'm deeply insulted by that. <laughs> just whatever Tim Watford actually said about it. Yeah. <laughs> Tim subs himself out for Nigel Pearson for the rest of the pod. 
Right. So remember, game time underscore pod on Twitter or game time podcast one at gmail.com if you want to get involved on that. Uh, I'll give you the points again. It's 81 for Tim at the bottom. 103 for Ryan in third, 100 and no, 102 for Ryan, 103 for me, and 105 for Tom. Uh, and Luca is just behind Tim on 13 points as being the only listener to have entered this season. <laughs> <laughs> as we do, we always finish with some talking points. This one, as it's a Christmassy one, we're going to look back at the whole season. So it can be from this week or it can be from any point of the season. Just something you've enjoyed. Who wants to kick us off? Okay. I would like to trump everyone at the end. So can I go at the end? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, I think I heard you in there. Off you right, go, mate. Right. I've got two things. First of all, on the, the continued theme of um, taking the piss out of football players on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw the Everton match uh, a few weeks ago when uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored two uh, against us, which I don't want to mention. Um he put a, a there's a picture of him um, running off celebrating with um, like kissing the badge on his shirt and as he's pulled the badge up on his shirt he's exposed his stomach and then on his Instagram page afterwards he photoshopped some abs onto it uh, that weren't apparent in the oh. first picture <laughs> and Mason Holgate pulled him up on it saying did he eat a ladder for pre-match um, <laughs> it's shockingly embarrassing considering the first photo was put on his Instagram story and then he photoshopped it afterwards and put it on his actual Instagram page <laughs> oh that's Which poor Dominic that is very poor. poor very poor and then the other thing I don't remember um, about a month ago we talked about some of the most stupid football team names in the sort of CONCACAF division um, I found some more uh, <laughs> not quite well some of them are much worse um, playing in Indonesia, we have Seaman Padang. <laughs> uh, spell S E M E N. Uh, for nice, there's a team of the Peruvian Andes called Deportivo Wanka. <laughs> uh, and, and in Africa, the Botswana Meat Commission. <laughs> that one's that one's funnier because it could be of great many things. Yeah. <laughs> Meat commission. <laughs> Very good. Oh, look, there's one What's in that? Norway called Footballer Get Fart as well. What? Nice. Nice. More cryptic, Maybe. but <laughs> no meat commission though. <laughs> oh, What's that meat you got there? Yeah, good, good. None of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got time. How can you I've improve got... your football team? Get a meat commission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Change, change your name to something mental. Uh, Tom, up to you now because uh, Ryan wants to go last. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean. It's, it's going to be pretty tough for him to follow this, if I'm honest with you. Um, there's obviously been some pretty big news in Football League this year, and that was what was, for a lot of people, the concern that Sol Campbell was going to be without a job. Um, <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, I think we're all, we were all sort of relieved to see him keep Macclesfield up quite miraculously last season. So for him to... No. Then be- <laughs> well, not, not, not as happy. Not as happy with Ryan, but... Um, uh, yeah, so but he kept them up last season, but he was—he left. It was announced on the fifteenth of August that he would be leaving the club, but it was a mutual agreement, so he wasn't fired. 
And then after leaving, he then dobbed them into HMRC because he was owed £180,000. Uh, <laughs> and as if that hasn't tarnished his reputation enough, he's back in football. He's back in League One this time. He's at Southend United. Uh, and obviously he, he watched their first game, which was a... Uh, a 7-1 loss to Doncaster Rovers. So only things are, it can only go up for Sol and the train, uh, obviously following him down to Southend <laughs> this time. But we'll be, I, I will be keeping a close eye on him for the rest of the season. Up the Sol. <laughs> <laughs> up, up the Sol. Um, I love it. I love it. Ryan, do you want to go last last or do you, do you want me to say my one first? Um, I've also just remembered what I was saying about earlier, which is great. <laughs> Oh, just just to fill listeners in, this was something that we were talking about 15 minutes before we started recording that Ryan couldn't remember. I'm excited. So, um, <laughs> this, this is an hour's worth of waiting. So, yeah, it's, it's on Tim's similar line in terms of footballers on social media. So, um, does anyone follow Tyrone Mings? Of course we fucking do. Did you see his... Um, what uh, can only be described as an epic clapback to a, a fan the other day? No, no, I don't think I did. No. So uh, basically, like he did a, a quite generous thing because obviously now he's like in the big leagues at, for England and Villa. Um, he basically said over the festive period, like when Villa are at home, he was going to offer people to sit in his like sort of players' box or like the place where he him him and his family sit for people like underprivileged kids and stuff and like people that can't afford to go to the games. So like quite a nice touch, like festive and all that. Problem is, as with most things on Twitter, people take issue with that, even if it's a really nice thing. So this guy tweeted back to some random guy, assuming maybe a Villa fan, maybe a Birmingham fan, probably more likely, tweeted back saying, oh, uh, fuck that, mate. You might you might want to come down and watch my uh, under 11, like my kids under 11 team. You might learn a thing or two, like playing, like watching them play, implying that obviously Tyrone Mains is shit. <laughs> And then he, what he done is this, and this really good for me because like it's, it shows that he's put a lot of effort into this. He went onto the guy's Twitter account, found two tweets that he'd sent from like a year ago or something, where he basically tweeted like Lidl complaining <laughs> about stuff. So he did one. This, this guy, he did one where um, he was like, oh, um, he cut a watermelon in half. He's got oh, this watermelon isn't ripe enough. You shouldn't have sold it to me. And then another one. When he sent a tweet um, of a, an open bag of McCoy's crisps with about six crisps in it, saying like, "Oh, oh, is this all I get now as a loyal customer?" <laughs> Tyroming, he, he did screenshots of both of them and then replied to the guy saying, "Oh, uh, fair enough, mate. I see that you you're con- you should concern yourself with the more pressing issues of the day." <laughs> Send that back. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. That is great. It's so good. Like in terms of like the, the effort he's gone to, you could have just gone, "Oh fuck off, mate!" Like I'm trying to do a nice thing there, and that would have been easy. And then the guy would have probably responded by doing like the fishing emoji. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like he's he's gone so much like better in terms of, like he's gone took time out of his day to like look through this guy's yeah, <laughs> this guy's life. The only thing you could have done better is actually turn up to the under 11s game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. critique his child. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I will. Um, I will put. <laughs> I will put a, I'll put a copy of this. Um, I'll send it to the to the group chat, and then obviously we can put this. We can put a link to it because it's just great. The type, like I say, the obviously he's just spent the time just going through and just ruining this guy through <laughs> looking basically with his own evidence, which is great. <laughs> I've got I've got so much time for that. 
I love it. I love it. You uh, you also said you had a little bit of trivia for us. That we will do at the end. Okay, then uh, <laughs> I will finish with... You've just sent it to the group chat as well. I look forward to seeing that. Uh, my yeah. moment of the season so far, actually not uh, too dissimilar to you guys on social media. Uh, obviously, you know, Amazon had some of the games and will have some of the games on Boxing Day. Uh, I don't know if any of you follow the journalist Neil Custis. He works for The Sun. <laughs> I'm aware of his work, but I don't follow him. <laughs> He is essentially, you know that meme from The Simpsons that is uh, old man yells at cloud? Yeah. He, he is that. Uh, if you got to look at his Twitter feed whilst the Amazon Prime games were on, it was just a thing of absolute beauty because he just had no fucking time for any of it. He's like the most complaining person in the world. The first tweet was something, how do you get on this Amazon thing? How do I see this game at Amazon? Give up at Amazon. We'll watch something else. It's not like the biggest company in the world has got anything better to do than reply to a Sun journalist. <laughs> also, is he replying to their Amazon Twitter account or the Amazon Help Twitter account? Uh, like, I hope yeah. it's just like the Amazon Rainforest Twitter account. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff Bezos is just like, going, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> I bloody love his journalism, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's gonna that's gonna about do it for me, Ryan. Let's end it on the trivia because I like this. <laughs> um, well, like I say you you just obviously offered us a chance to basically bring up anything from the last like season, I suppose, in terms of talking points. I'm gonna go and extend that to say the last decade. So, um... <laughs> so solid. <laughs> So, as you all know, for the fans of people that use a calendar, we are now coming to the end of the what will probably be referred to as the tens, I imagine. Um, and basically, what I've got here is, with the help of the BBC Sport website, is the overall Premier League table of the decade. So, Ooh. all the te- last sort of ten or games played from New Year's Day 2010 up until the Man City, no, sorry, the Palace Brighton game on Monday. So, um, do a couple of couple of trivia-based questions. Let's say, who do we think has got the most number of points in the last decade? I will give you a clue. It's one of the traditional, like, sort of, like, top six teams that we have at the minute. It's one of those teams. I'll go Chelsea. Okay, so hang on. So, Tim, Tim reckons Chelsea. Danny? I'm going to go Manchester United. Danny thinks United. Tom? I'd go City. Oh, that's nice because that, that's helpful actually in terms of like making this more of a quiz because you've all gone for different things. Um, I can reveal third place is Chelsea. Ah. 734 points. Ooh. Second place, Man United. Ah. 741 points. So about seven point difference. And then top Arsenal. Manchester City. Bournemouth. <laughs> Hooray. So City have frankly took the piss here and they've got 812 points. Fucking hell. From 378 games. So they're the only team that are averaging over two points a game for the whole decade. Which wow, is that is cool. That is very cool. And also, they're also got a goal difference of exactly 500, which is good for the decade. <laughs> which is good. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's better than better than like minus five hundred. Four hundred and ninety nine. Yeah. Um couple of like notable things. So obviously that's the top three. You've got Liverpool fourth, uh, Tottenham fifth, Arsenal sixth, 
but that's on points. Arsenal and Spurs have basically got an identical record. So Tottenham have played one game less than Arsenal over the period. They've got 699 points. Arsenal have got 700 by way of just drawing an extra game. Uh, so that's pretty, pretty interesting in terms of like showing how equal it's been between those two. Um, a bit of a left field one here. Eighth place, Sheffield United, due to the fact they've only played 17 games in the Premier League in the decade. <laughs> <laughs> They're currently at one and a half points a game, purely because they've had a really good start to this season. <laughs> All the other top teams are like they played like 378, 377 games, and Sheffield United just 17. Um, <laughs> and then in terms of trivia, so Tom, would you like to know Bournemouth's numbers regarding their, how they're getting on? Uh, yes, I would. Yeah. So 169 games played. Okay. 50 wins. There we go. 40 draws and 77 losses. A points total of 196. So if they have a good Christmas period, they could break the 200 mark, which considering a lot of people, in a a sort of semi-serious point, considering a lot of people thought Bournemouth were going to go straight back down again, that's pretty impressive, I would say. Yeah. Um, Then they're just going over 1.16 points a game. Goal difference, minus 69. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Um. And then in terms of the bottom three, do we want to have a guess at the bottom three teams in terms of like points per game? So not necessarily like the actual points because some teams have only played one season, but in terms of points per game ratio. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Derby have been up and then this time. Yeah. None of the three teams that are in the bottom three of this are in the Premier League now. Oh, okay. (laughs) So you've got three of all three of them in the championship. No, Derby. Last time Derby was uh, were in the Prem were the fateful 07-08 season. So <laughs> Sunderland. No, Sunderland are fairly mid-table in this, considering like mainly because they just like had a few seasons in the Prem, so they're not too bad. They're not in the bottom three. Wigan. You've got a team. Uh, no, Wigan again are, are doing better than Sunderland actually in terms of points. Wigan are about a point a get point a game on average. No, Hull again are doing pretty <laughs> decent. So Let me guess all the teams, Ryan. <laughs> um, okay, I will fill the blanks Leeds. in for you. Leeds haven't been in the Premier League since 2004. <laughs> Leeds. Uh, so you've got third from bottom, you've got Middlesbrough, who yep. had a pretty shit one season. One five, drew 13, lost 20. Then you've got Reading. Oh, of course, Reading. Again, one season, 28 points, pretty unspectacular. And then at the bottom, purely because of their shit second season, Huddersfield Town. Oh, wow. So going off just under 0.7 points a game, which is frankly shit. (laughs) (laughs) And then last last but not least, the team with the worst goal difference. Watford, maybe? No, they are, a Premier, they are a Premier League team at this current point. So they've played in it a lot. They've played 263 games over the last 10 years. No, Southampton's goal difference is minus 28. Too bad. Uh, West Ham? No, West Ham, again, not too bad. They're minus 99. <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> not terrible. Uh, yeah. Newcastle? No, Newcastle, again, minus 100. You're looking for the magic <laughs> figure here is minus 151. It's got to be a lot. It's re- relatively large in a few, few seasons in there. Um... Norwich? No, Norwich is minus 109. Well, we're getting closer. <laughs> you are getting, there's no other way of getting it. You're getting warmer. Villa? It's Villa. 100, minus 151. Was that Tim or Tom? It was Tom. It was me. 
Well done. <laughs> I said wolves. <laughs> so wolves have basically got themselves out of the shit by being good for the last two years. Before that, they were had an awful record, but they did yeah. alright. Um, so yeah, just like I say, a nice little nostalgic look over the last ten years. I like it. I Cheers, like Rob. it a lot. Thanks for that, Ryan. <laughs> Can we? Uh, oh, you already have a lot to do in terms of the terrible tens, but I'd like a trivia-based thing. Every sort of pod. That's nice. Can I just do this, but for every team? <laughs> <laughs> Give us a little history. Uh, right, I think that's going to bring it to an end. Thank you all for coming on the pod. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Uh, we hope you. you enjoyed the festive episode, though I don't think we mentioned Christmas once at all through the entire episode. But thank you for listening. We hope you have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year. We'll be back after the new year with the Game Time Awards, always a popular one. Uh, if you have any themes or any questions you want to put in the Game Time Awards, GameTimePodcast1 at gmail.com or GameTime underscore pod on Twitter. But for now, that's us. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. See you later.